Greetings from the First Love Ministries at First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, for Sunday, January 31st, 2021. Reverend Jonathan Warren has titled his sermon today, A Guy Called Jesus. Our first scripture reading is taken from Deuteronomy 18, 15 through 20. And our gospel reading is taken from Mark 1, 21 through 28. Today we get to enjoy soloist Stephanie Solterman singing On My Knees for the special music performance. We genuinely thank you for tuning in to us every Sunday and listening to the sermons and other information from the First Love Ministries at First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois. We pray that it brings you inspiration to make it through this next week. We hope that all is well and safe and healthy in your family and amongst your circle of friends. God bless until we meet again next week. The scripture reading is from Deuteronomy 18, verses 15 through 20. Let us listen for the word of God. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. You shall heed such a prophet. This is what you requested of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly when you said, If I hear the voice of the Lord my God any more, or ever again see this great fire, I will die. Then the Lord replied to me, They are right in what they have said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their own people. I will put my words in the mouth of the prophet, who shall speak to them everything that I command. Anyone who does not heed these words that the prophet shall speak in my name, I myself will hold accountable. But any prophet who speaks in the name of other gods or who presumes to speak in my name a word that I have not commanded the prophet to speak, that prophet shall die. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
gospel reading comes to us from Mark chapter 1 verses 21 through 28. Before we get there, just want to say a few words. Uh, it's uh, sometimes for me as a pastor, it's, a, it's certainly a blessing to be able to hear this music in this building, to hear our singers, to hear this fine instrument. It's also a blessing for me to participate at funerals and weddings and baptisms, even amidst this difficult pandemic. We know that one day we will be together. We'll be able to hear this fine music in this sanctuary. We are blessed, though, that we can stay healthy and strong. We pray for those who are sick. We know this is hard. We lean on God for strength. We get on our knees, leaning on God to help us through all this. Let's listen to the word of God from Mark. They went to Capernaum, and when the Sabbath came, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes, just then, there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching with authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. One game, one shot, one moment can change it all. Now, nobody knew what would happen on Sunday, January 9th. The Browns football team was shorthanded because many were sick with COVID. Even their coach was out. All the players around them stepped up. And a new guy on the bench whose teammates didn't even know who he was became a sports legend in just one quarter. 
He'd been on the Cleveland Browns for eight days, signed over from the New York Jets practice squad. And when a defensive lineman was injured, he got a shot. He got a chance to play. He ended up having a major role in the Browns' playoff win to Pittsburgh. One game, one shot, one moment. Blake Hance was so new and so unknown that the quarterback, Baker Mayfield, infamously said this in an interview, a guy named Blake that I introduced to my, myself to literally in the locker room before the game stepped up in the fourth quarter. And the wide receiver, Jarvis Landry, in his interview said, I don't want to get my man's uh, name wrong, so I'm going to say his number, number 62 Hans. I saw him in the locker room before the game and had no idea who he was. Brown's head coach hadn't even met Blake. He said in his interview that he was looking forward to meeting him that week. One game, one shot, one moment. And the reason the story about a guy named Blake matters is because in today's scripture reading, a guy named Jesus, a guy nobody really knows, comes and teaches in the synagogue. I can imagine the religious leaders talking afterwards. A guy named Jesus that I introduced myself to literally in the lobby before the service stepped up in a surprising way in worship today. Another I could imagine saying, I don't want to get my man's name wrong, so I'm going to say his number. Not first, but last, of Nazareth. I saw him in the lobby before worship and I had no idea who he was. So Jesus is in Capernaum, and it's the Sabbath, and he taught those gathered. Not super surprising or different. This is what rabbis do, right? They were certainly impressed by his teaching. But then, out of nowhere, something unexpected happens. The person with an unclean spirit cries out during worship, and this is basically what he says. What's, what's, what's this guy named Jesus doing? Have you come to destroy us? And then calmly, with great authority, Jesus rises to the occasion. Everybody's amazed that the unclean spirit obeys a guy named Jesus. One game, one shot, one moment. A lot of times, that's all we think we have. Now, for Blake Hans, it wasn't just one game or one moment. It ended up being many games, many shots, many moments. For those who read Amy Albers' article about Blake Hans in the journal Courier last week, you discover there's more to Blake's story. Amy Albers has been a longtime family friend of the Hanses and has been a Blake Hans fan for many years. Some of you have known Blake and his family for many years. In fact, that's why you included me in this Jacksonville tradition of supporting our hometown heroes by giving me this shirt. A guy named Blake. <laughs> As many of you know, Blake Hans played at JHS. And then he went along to play football at Northwestern. And while he was there, he earned a master's degree in management studies. 
So he labored on and off the field. For two seasons, he played on practice squads where he worked hard and stuck with it. Even though he didn't get much playtime, he kept working and working and working. Even his chance to play in the playoffs was a long shot, but the truth is it's often more than just one game or one moment. And that's the same with Jesus. It's more than just one shot or one moment. Jesus comes today to teach. But are people really paying attention to a guy named Jesus? He's the same before all this commotion happens. But nobody really notices anything until something otherworldly happens. Yeah, they're paying attention a little bit. Then all of a sudden, a person with an unclean spirit. Now, this is the kind of person who doesn't fit in at all in the community. In a room full of white sheep, this is the black sheep. It's the one conservative in a progressive gathering. It's the Reddit-inspired investor in a room full of expert traders. It's the non-Christian in a church service. Obviously, the person with an unclean spirit doesn't say things the right way in the synagogue and doesn't follow the protocol and rules like everybody else. But somehow, it's the only person, this person with an unclean spirit, who notices, who listens, who actually figures out who a guy named Jesus is. Yes, Jesus was the same before and after. This outburst, this moment, shows everyone else who Jesus really is. The question for us today, are we paying attention to a guy named Jesus enough to take notice? It's like uh, Tim's message today. Are we noticing the color of tie? Are we here, present in worship? Is this story giving us time to pause? Is it giving us time to listen or to recognize that Jesus is in our midst? Just like a guy named Blake, where sports fans and even the people who don't like sports take notice and buy a shirt, make them for folks around town. It's in today's scripture lesson that we learn to listen and to welcome those who don't fit into our church family or who don't feel like they belong or who we wouldn't always feel comfortable welcoming. Jesus says, you are welcome. You are made clean. The truth is, on the day Jesus taught in the synagogue, everyone gathered was unclean in one way or another because none of them were worthy of communion with the Son of God. But nonetheless, he welcomed them all and was teaching them all. And in a moment of clarity, the one among many who didn't belong cried out. And Jesus healed, and he forgave him, and he taught him. And he taught all the others around him. 
These days, especially, these are days we need more healing and more forgiveness. All of us gathered are certainly unclean. All gathered here are also unworthy of communion with the Son of God. Like in our song today, we must bow on our knees in God's presence because we are not worthy. But nonetheless, a guy named Jesus welcomes us all and teaches every one of us. This is our moment of many moments to cry out with clarity that we don't belong, that we need healing. And Jesus will heal, that we need forgiveness, and to share that kindness and forgiveness with others, especially when we're at our breaking point. And Jesus will forgive us, and Jesus will teach us. And the natural response of receiving Jesus' healing and forgiveness is to extend that healing and forgiveness and love to others. And it's in these days where there's so much polarity that we must be more kinder, that we must be more forgiving, not only to ourselves, but especially to those who don't really fit in. That's the teaching we all need from a guy named Jesus. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you found this material inspiring and would like to support our ministry here at First Love from the First Presbyterian Church of Jacksonville, Illinois, please send contributions to First Presbyterian Church, 870 West College, Jacksonville, Illinois, 62650. You can also contribute through your financial institution, through bill pay. And if an account number is necessary, please use 870-870-870. Our phone number at First Presbyterian Church, Jacksonville, Illinois, is 217-245-4189. Our email is office at firstpresjax.org That's O-F-F-I-C-E at F-I-R-S-T P-R-E-S-J-A-X dot O-R-G You can join our live stream video of Sunday services which start at 9.55 a.m. on Sunday at www dot facebook dot com slash first that's www dot facebook dot com slash first we also have a facebook page called presbyterians with a purpose at www dot facebook dot com slash groups slash two two one seven six one three eight two two 
1-800-871-1573. Presbyterians for a Purpose is a group for anyone needing to get in contact with someone else during these challenging times. If you wish to attend our 10 a.m. services on Sunday in person, please come in the north door. A nurse will take your temperature. The nurse will then press a button to open the door to limit touching surfaces. Another volunteer will open the inner door. While moving around, please wear your mask. Once seated, you can remove your mask. We pray you have a safe, joyful, and healthy week. God bless.